September 23rd, 2016, uh, and this is the Sultans of Slam podcast. Hi. That was so uh, anticlimactic. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, myself, Lee, I am here hosting. Uh, Andrew's joining me as always. Hey, everyone. Co-hosting the show. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a sexy Friday night. Uh, we're here live in the uh, the Andrew basement, as it were. We, uh, we got together last to watch Backlash, uh, my new abode, um, and I'm really happy because it's going to rain later, so when you're a homeowner... Uh, the weather starts to play an important part in uh, in day-to-day activities. Uh, so I'm very excited for it to finally wet the, the grass seed I put down nearly a week and a half ago. Uh, and hopefully, you know, before before autumn strikes here. Also, you can tell I'm a little sick. This is not my usual, uh, usual podcast voice. Uh, so I've been <laughs> off work all week and sick with the flu. Uh, so we've been putting off talking about wrestling. Uh, but we're here now. And that's what matters. There's a lot to talk about. There's lots to talk about. Absolutely. Uh, so last time we recorded, uh, what what were the topics of uh, of discussion? What, what what are we actually having to catch up on here? Uh, it was August first, so that would have been after the Raw, Holy after Battleground, Holy where uh, Sasha Banks would have won the women's championship, etc. Um, so that's a, a ways back already. A, so a lot's changed. Yeah, let's put let's put kind of an embargo, I guess, on everything uh, pre backlash, and just get into backlash and the most recent Raw and SmackDown, kind of the the status quo uh, of the WWE, as it were. Uh, anything else we want to talk about? I know, uh, you know, there's riveting things happening all over the world <laughs> of uh, professional wrestling. Uh, you were just saying uh, Kurt Angle's taking sixty five Vicodin or something. Yeah, like that. It was, it was some article that just popped up. I'm like, uh, I don't know if I trust that or not. He. Uh, <laughs> Well, well, he was recovering from cancer. He had an operation, or yeah, it was uh, just 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 neck, just neck stuff, I guess. So, so from before, like he had that he had that surgery, that yeah. secondary one, where he no, can no longer wrestle. Then he finished his dates with TNA, and then he did. Then he's doing. I can't imagine. Yeah, but I can't imagine being a competing athlete. Like if you sign with the WWE, obviously he couldn't be taking that many Vicodin, even if he had a pain problem. What happens? To like a Finn Balor when he's recovering from arm surgery, do they give him drugs like that? Like they, how does that? I would. I, I would. I have to believe that they screen it. Okay, they're I mean, like, oh, look, that's look, the Vicodin, yeah, it's like, okay. Like, yeah. look look how... Uh... They're off the charts, Doctor, that's okay. <laughs> He's allowed up to 70 Vicodin a day, that's completely safe <laughs> and within the, the realm of... Uh... Well, look, well, look how even Marie got got suspended for not... Sure. Not, like, they, if they're that... like, And it's not that she... I didn't mean Paige. It's not that they didn't have the information or do the tests. It, that The tests weren't in at that moment when yeah. they were due. So immediately they're suspended. But she's taking responsibility. Like, I mean, we can go right into that. Like, let's talk about yeah, the drama about around the yeah. WWE. Uh, some people who haven't been on TV for a while would be Ava Marie, Paige, and Alberto Del Rio, who were all suspended within three days of one another a few weeks back, uh, or a month back now, I guess. Oh, yeah. uh, Alberto Del Rio has, has gotten out of his contract with WWE as of September 9th. Uh, he has a no-compete clause in the United States, I believe, for 90 days, but can immediately compete in Mexico. Uh, and his reasons for leaving was uh, he felt that WWE had nothing to offer him, that he had done everything he wanted to in the company, and that uh, it was time to to move on. It's a very polite way of putting it. Uh, when he said, when I say done everything in the company, I mean literally. Uh, apparently, his and uh, Paige's relationship was not uh, well liked by WWE management. Oh, I can believe and, it. And uh, Paige says she was flat out told to end her relationship with Alberto Del Rio. They split them on the draft. 
One went to Raw, one went to SmackDown. Uh, when they were suspended together, you could only assume that they were out, I don't know, in the street taking bong hits. I don't know I don't know what you would assume. <laughs> well, she's got, uh, she's got his name tattooed under her boob. Oh, yeah, well, you know, waste no time. Uh, oh, she's she's very impulsive, which is funny because like when you watch uh, Total Divas, if you watch Total Divas, watch Total Divas, and you should, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> on this she podcast, says, you have says, no excuses for Total Divas. You should be watching. She says, uh, "I have trouble with relationships. I have trouble trusting. I don't want anything yeah. you know, committed." Boom, tattoo under the boob. She accepted like, a uh, engagement from her boyfriend on the show, and then uh, for a season was wondering how she was going to tell him he, she didn't want to get married. Yeah. Uh, and he was a perfectly nice guy for the most part that was just getting kind of led along. So uh, she, you know, uh, we're basing this all on a reality show of what we've seen of her, but there is a uh, destructive uh, impulsiveness to Paige uh, that will lead to her quitting the WWE over this uh, and, you know, maybe being, being back in a few years. But Well, and that's the interesting thing right now. She's like, I'm committed. I'm going to stay. Mm-hmm. She's, I don't think she's cleared yet. No, she's... Well, she's injured, so that's the other thing to mention, yeah. is that Paige has been injured. Uh, Ava Marie was, uh, was... Was she a wellness violation as well? What, what happened with Ava Marie? Was she injured? What? No, no, she was she, also suspended. Uh, essentially, it was the same kind of thing as Paige. Yeah. She was told, hey, <clears throat> excuse me, you we need to... We need that urine on our desk by eight, and she... You, uh, yeah, and she, yeah, and she brought it at nine. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's not that's not within our guidelines. So you're, 30 so, yeah. day suspension. Okay, so now Ava Marie is apparently shooting a movie, so they're not going to bring her back into the full... No, why, why, would, why would you bother? And she dyed her hair. What? Her, she is no longer all red and everything. everything. Yeah. Lana's in a movie with Edge and she doesn't even have an accent. I wanna, so I, everything's top I, I, I want to see that just to laugh at her, honestly. They got to stop making <laughs> wrestling movies where the wrestlers are cops. That's. That has, there's a bad track record <laughs> with that. Just do something else. I didn't know it had a uh, good track record. Yeah, they can be Marines or like ex military, <laughs> but cops. Cops is the, the line. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, Alberto Del Rio is on his way uh, out, uh, leaving kind of a big hole in uh, SmackDown for a strong, kind of heavyweight heel, I guess. Um, but they have a heel champion now, so well, they, they, they don't feel they, it. They filled that gap so well with yeah. AJ. Like, yeah, it was fun. The funny part was they were worried about AJ's promo work. This is some of the best stuff I've ever seen him do. It's it's such a bummer for people like Cesaro and even like Sheamus or like Sami Zayn, guys who could have so easily fit in on SmackDown. And when you consider that if an injury befalls any one of these, let's say let's say John Cena, Dean Ambrose, AJ Styles, Miz, Dolph Ziggler, like if an injury befell any one of them, who who raises up rises up to fill that spot, right? Like Blake Shelton's on his way, I guess he would be. Was it Blake Shelton? Is that his name? Shelton Benjamin. Blake Shelton is a country star or a person uh, yeah, I something, made up? Something like that. I, I mean, it goes without saying that I've had a lot of cold beds today. <laughs> uh, uh, Shelton Benjamin. Which, oh, I, I meant to read one, Hawkins, one of the articles. Also, Kurt Hawkins. You know, yeah. what, you know what? I saw his stuff on SmackDown this week. It's not much of a spoiler because it's no. a, one of those recorded promos. Yeah, it was terrible. I actually laughed. Okay. I laughed aloud when I... Cause I'm like, I, it's, it's so goofy. It's his, so stupid. No, his cadence is okay. Like... He's likable, but the things he's saying are, are dumb. Like, I think that could, well, that's the way kind of like Dean Ambrose is typically scripted too. It's just like he's got a charisma that's carrying him through this promo he's doing. But we'll talk about Dean Ambrose a little bit later. Well, I I, uh, I, I would argue that he has no charisma. <laughs> Dean Ambrose? Yeah. It's again. We'll talk about this yeah. later. I have some <laughs> thoughts on on Mr. Dean Ambrose. Uh, so. All right, let's before we get ahead of ourselves, let's talk about the major thing that happened on Raw to kind of bring everything up to speed here is that uh, there was a fatal four-way to decide the new Universal Champion, uh, and it was between Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Big Cass. 
and uh, was a fantastic match, like AAA fantastic main event on Raw, uh, which ended in uh, speaking of AAA, Triple H uh, coming out of the crowd and delivering a pedigree to not only Roman Reigns but Seth Rollins as well, and basically handing that championship to Kevin Owens. Uh, which was, uh, to some people, the greatest wrestling moment of all time. Uh, I took it as an indication that, hey, they're, w- they're willing to, you know, try something new by trying something old, basically. Like, Kevin Owens is working on a level that would have worked in the late 90s, that would have worked in the mid-2000s, and it's working now. Just go with the guy who's who's consistent, uh, and that's what they've done here. So, Andrew, what are your thoughts on uh, on the situation now I, with Triple H? I, lo- and, I love it. Yeah. Honestly, this is Rollins' chance to go for heel, uh, for heel. Sorry, for a face again. Sure. And Owens, the crowd always Owens. wants to cheer Rollins, but every time he gets on a mic, he goes out of his way to make sure they aren't cheering him. Typically, and that's 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 the confusing thing, which we'll touch when we start talking about yeah. Raw itself. But in this case, it he he could have come back. He could have handled the title. It's a little bit better if he chases it. Yeah. When he comes back, I mean, you screwed once, you screwed twice. Yeah. But, and, now but he's, a, and now he's been screwed thrice. But a, but a, <laughs> but a, but a program with Triple H and Seth Rollins is in and of itself has interest. You can get Seth Rollins out of the title picture for a bit. He won't have be. Him. He won't be. Okay. He's going to be in the. He's going to be in the title picture. Absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind that he will yeah. be. Uh, when it comes to Kevin Owens as champ, I love his interaction with Triple H because you can understand the fact that he came from NXT. Yeah. With Triple H, he's the golden boy, basically. Yeah. But it's not the same relationship that Seth and Triple H had when no, he but was, that was the. That, yeah. that was that was that was so obviously scripted. Like it wasn't it wasn't so, natural. So the thing that that happened on Raw's subsequent Raws is they that Stephanie kind of references the fact that she had no idea that Triple H was going to do that, and there might be a falling out there. But they don't go more into it than that. Are they saving it? Yeah. Okay, so there's that's just not even be a, some kind of blow dude, off. That's not even a question. It's like okay. a, like, like fully on, and Triple on, H on Raw, and it, it <laughs> fully even goes out of his way. To say, uh, I trust you, Steph. I trust you, Steph. Yeah. Like, he's, he's getting his point across that, like, get it in your mind yeah. that I trust her, so when she screws me, you'll remember this day. Yeah. But also, like, they, their dynamic now is that they're trying to, they're not one-upping each other, but there's, there's you know, between they're, the two of them, there's they're, some animosity. They're, they're shuffling back and forth yeah. for Foley for, makes for it a championship reason. match. Stephanie makes it a not championship match. So Foley makes it a steel cage match, kind of. Which is the interesting thing because every, everyone thought the odd couple was going to be Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon. Where I, I would still argue it is Shane McMahon's they're the, barely they're, they're, there. Well, they're the odd couple, but they still they still at first didn't didn't seem to work that well together. Yeah. Now they're kind of like you know, hey bro, pat yeah. each other on the back. Hey bro, out of Whereas, all four of the the. What, what do you want to call them? CEO, GM, GM or, commissioner. Like Stephanie, maybe is the only one I will enjoy in that role. I I, I have not liked Shane McMahon and, and Daniel Bryan. I've not really enjoyed Mick Foley in his role. Uh, hmm. The 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 whole Raw vs SmackDown thing that they will they obli- like obligatorily bring up every episode. It's but it but is not. Th- there is no heat between the two brands whatsoever. There's no mention of each other other than that. Other than if they're shilling for one another for a pay-per-view. It's so strange. Like, it's like, oh, we gotta, you know, we gotta beat SmackDown. Our ratings were down compared... But are you actually competing against SmackDown? There's no... Like, Vince McMahon hasn't hasn't come in at any point since the draft in July. Well, it's been can. a few... Well, now yeah. we can't. <laughs> it's been a few months already, sure. But uh, just, just drop that. It's not important. It's not important to, to what's going on. Uh, the, you know... Especially when you consider the stakes of who who has really jumped over. Who are the great gets that have gone from one brand to the other? Jack Swagger? 
Heath Slater got slined, signed to SmackDown, or slined, either way. Yeah. Uh, but let, you know what? Let's run down Raw and SmackDown from this week uh, and kind of catch everybody up to speed on uh, on what's been going on. So, uh, b- before we do that, let's do you, do you have any strong feelings on Backlash, the first SmackDown exclusive pay-per-view? Uh, well, to go over it quickly... Uh, I, I have the results. Oh, you have the results? Well, yeah. why, why don't we go through that and we can, we can, yeah, for we, sure. we, we so can pick it apart. We had a kickoff match uh, that was made... Uh, during the pre-show, and it's Baron Corbin and Apollo Crews, which they've continued as a program. Again, Baron Corbin has got his ups and downs. Apollo Crews, great worker, uh, no character whatsoever. They wrestle together fine. Like, they're perfectly fine. They've worked together before, so... Yeah, Uh, but but really, not really going anywhere. No real heat. These two guys need need something else. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. See, that's interesting. Baron Corbin, the lone wolf, he needs a mouthpiece. Yeah. To say a couple of things... This is one of the guys that would benefit from a Paul Heyman type. Yeah, not maybe not 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 him because he's already got his persona taken. Yeah, taken. But someone that can speak for him, like well, motor, for, like what? motorcycle Undertaker, like American Badass <laughs> yeah. Undertaker. It's the <laughs> only thing that comes to mind when I think of it. Where whereas I really like the wrestling ability of Apollo Cruz, but he's really he's 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 sweeter than a John Cena. Yeah, like there's just something so there's no sweet edge about him. him. Yeah, like there's 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 just nothing there. There's nothing there. It's a bummer. I I, I love his ability and I want to like him. I just can't. Yeah, fair enough, man. Uh, SmackDown uh, Women's Championship Six Pack Challenge started off the pay per view, which is a little strange place uh, for for booking it. I felt yeah, uh, especially when you had a tag team tournament that that had multiple matches still to to take place. Uh, so we had Becky Lynch uh, versus Nikki Bella, Carmella, Naomi, Natalia, and Alexa Bliss. Uh, Alexa Bliss comes out here with her new Harley Quinn outfit, yeah. uh, which re- you know I think regressed most of us back to cavemen, uh, <laughs> in the words of of, of listener Reed. Uh, it, speaking of which, you didn't hit Facebook for any questions, right? I, I checked Twitter. Right? No, I, I think no, we're I didn't. good. Uh, so uh, they went with kind of an obvious choice here in Becky Lynch, and I say obvious because I I'm not personally really a fan of Becky Lynch. Who else are you, like off off the top? Who else are you gonna give it to? My my problem my problem with this was if you're looking for a short term champion to build up one of these lesser girls, yeah, or to let Becky chase a championship and give that championship some prestige, I would give it to Natalia because with how up and down she's been recently, I don't know how long Natalia's in the spotlight for a title shot. Uh, or I would have given it to Nikki. The, the thing is, um, what I like about it, and I, I can't remember who brought this up to me. But Natty and Nikki are veterans who can work well with untapped potential. Whereas uh, Becky Lynch is kind of like that established talent, not veteran, not young. She, she has a time now to bask in the glory and then lose that time yeah. of the chase. It, I, it, it elongates whatever they're planning. I suppose I haven't liked that these women that are coming up from NXT, specifically referring to the four horse women or whatever they like to call themselves, uh, that they are on a collision course <laughs> with a title. And there's no question. Like, it's a matter of time. Charlotte's up, got the title. Oh, Sasha Banks is up, when is it happening? When's it happening? Oh, it happened. Bailey's up, okay, well, maybe she's up next on Sunday here. Which uh, which is something I want to talk about, yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't like that. I think it... it, it I always like a babyface cha- to chase a title rather than have one. Well, the problem and- is you don't... She's been kicked down so many times... You've you've got to put her on top of the hill so she can get knocked down again. You can't just have her continuously but trying to go to, up the hill and yeah. then increase the hill size on her. Like I I am increasingly liking Alexa Bliss. Her work on the microphone, even on this previous it's SmackDown, better. it's gotten better. It, like in a very short amount of time, it's gotten way better. 
Uh, and she's fleshing out her character in a way that a lot of the, the newer girls haven't. Uh, and I'm including Becky Lynch in that. The first few months for Becky Lynch were very rough. They still are. Uh, when she, whenever she cuts a promo, it comes down to, I'm going to chop you up and put you in my cereal. And that's about it. I think she told Alexa Bliss she was going to take her head off on SmackDown or something. I'm like, this is a, a face champion. Uh, well, then having to, having to hear the likes of like Becky Balboa. I, I, I yeah. don't, I, no, no offense, I don't want to hear that again. Again, other than her look, she's a good-looking girl. She can wrestle for the most part. I, I have no affinity for Becky Lynch, and I'm sorry because everybody else seems to to really dig her. I, 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 I like Nikki Bella more than I like her. I think Ooh. Nikki Bella's got more of a fleshed-out character, <laughs> and and while she isn't technically the best wrestler in the ring, in fact, she might be the worst wrestler in this I've, match. I've I've, uh, I've I've I enjoyed Carmella beating the crap out of her at every turn. Carmella's. I, I why have, they wouldn't? Why they? There's no stables with a, a, a female now. They, they don't exist. Think about it. Rusev and Lana, New Day with Bailey. That's the closest we've gotten to a stable with. A, why they wouldn't put her on Raw with Enzo and Cass? Because it's really it's really difficult to properly utilize her in any capacity when she's with when, when they're with men. Yeah. Because you, the minute you want the minute you want to try and have that comes a, down to the writing. Right? A, mixed, a mixed tag. It's not like the Attitude Area where it's like okay, the Hardys and Lita. Well, Lita could fight. The male of the opposing team. You can't yeah. do that anymore. It but has instead, to be female you have female. you have Sasha Banks and 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 you know Enzo on a mixed tag with what was it Jericho and but that was yeah. but that was super sloppy because they couldn't the minute Sasha got tagged in yeah well it's got to be female against female so immediately the ref goes okay you've got to tag out yeah. it wasn't an, it wasn't an, it wasn't an option you had to I I, I I truly believe that anything works with the proper booking right so I, I feel that Carmella. Like to people who are unaccustomed with her character, it's like, oh wow, she would really fit in with them on that other show, and that's all you can really think about. She it. would, but her as uh, a heel. Anything that I've seen from her in NXT when she was with Enzo and Cass, I'm yeah. enjoying this way more because she's just the pissed off girl. She's just the pissed off she's girl, terrible. Yeah, who hates who hates to see Nikki because she's she's the whole, like you know I'm back, I'm cool, I'm good. What's up, everyone? Yeah, and she's like, no. This is this is my space. This is my time, and she's taking her out, and it really fits the this way she looks. Dude, this is my... right. oh god. Uh, Naomi, of course, <laughs> has her new like dubstep remix uh, entrance, yeah. uh, which is usually the most interesting part of Naomi. Uh, the entrance. That's well, what, what, she's what, very athletic. She's got some really neat moves, but it doesn't all come together for her, unfortunately. Well, uh, what was what, what, what was the the tagline that she has now? Uh, <sighs> I don't glow flow or something. Glow flow. I don't know. She she has she has some new tag. And glow flow or blow. Or no one rides for free. Yeah, I, uh, it's, it's quite awkward. So Becky Lynch does win uh, here with them uh, setting up an additional program for Nikki and Carmella. Uh, next up, we have the Usos who are full full healed out. Which I I have had nothing good to say about the Usos ever on until this now. podcast until, until now. now. The Usos as thug heels. Work perfectly fine. Flawless. Uh, it, it's, it goes a long way to say just an attitude adjustment. And I'm not saying literally an attitude adjustment. Uh, an attitude adjustment and a, and a look change. Just, like, Alexa Bliss is a good example of this deal. Well, Usos come out, like, thugging it up, looking rough, rough as hell. It's like when they had the, when they actually had the guts to turn rock yeah. and let him talk. Exactly the same thing here. Yep. The Usos needed this. Uh, and they needed a good heel team for SmackDown because God knows the Ascension's not going to that, fit that bill. Uh, so good on the Usos, uh, and they defeat the Hype Bros to go on to the uh, tag team tournament final. Why that match wasn't the First. pre-show match? It was a good. It was a good match, uh, and you know, 
Mojo Rawley and, and, and Zack Ryder got to be on a pay-per-view, so they got that check. They're they hammering got, that check. <laughs> Mojo Rawley's getting those pay-per-view checks now. Um, much to the chagrin of some. <laughs> Intercontinental Championship match. It's Dolph Ziggler's absolute last time to prove himself uh, versus The Miz, who is now part da- Daniel Bryan. He had a, like a blood infusion and now has all of his moves. Uh, great match. The Miz goes over Dolph Ziggler with some... Uh, that was the help with Maurice with the, the spray, right? That was the first spray spot. Yeah, this one was. Uh, and fine match from from two people that you would expect to have kind of a ho-hum match. This was a better match than the SummerSlam match with Dean Ambrose and Dolph Ziggler. Maybe. By far. And every match they've subsequently had on SmackDown has also been a better match than that. So, uh, so we have the no-holds-barred match. Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton... Uh, of course, Bray Wyatt wins by forfeit as Randy Orton was not cleared to wrestle the day of his pay-per-view. And, of course, this wasn't a proper pay-per-view. This was a network special. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it would have been illegal for them to advertise Randy Orton, knowing full well he was not going to be well enough to fight. Uh, and, of course, he suffered a concussion. Oh, gee, I wonder when. When he ate a fucking elbow to the head from Brock Lesnar? <laughs> uh, so, uh, Kane fills in. You heard that right. Uh, Kane fills in and defeats Bray Wyatt. What? With the help of Randy Orton, who, even though he he could not compete, like... He apparently was in a house show the day before and also did an RKO without being cleared. Yeah. So the RKO is safe to do with a concussion, just, just so you know. Uh, so this does nothing for Bray Wyatt, it does nothing for Kane, and it does nothing for Randy Orton. Uh, and all it does is make us more upset that the WWE booked a spot where Randy Orton returns from injury to get elbowed in the head by Brock Lesnar. You friggin' idiots. <laughs> uh, and, of course, this is going to be resolved, I think, tomorrow night in Chicago. Yep. Uh, on, a, on, a, on a house show that's not even being broadcast, right? Everyone is going to be lo- looking at the internet to see how this ends up. Yeah. Like, Brock Lesnar wins. Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> uh, next up, we have the SmackDown Tag Championship Final. Heath Slater and Rhino versus The Usos. Uh, great match. Heath Slater is weirdly over. Uh, Rhino also weirdly over. Uh, and the Usos were a just on point uh, heel team for this. Uh, hot tag to Rhino. We got a gore at the end. Heath Slater gets the pin appropriately, and he gets signed to SmackDown uh, and is the new tag champion with Rhino. I no one who saw that coming. Uh, Uso that coming. <laughs> Damn it. And then the WWE World Championship match with. AJ Styles defeating defeat defeating defeating Dean Ambrose to become the world champion. Uh, sure, I I I would have thought a bigger stage would have been cooler for AJ Styles, considering how long he's probably going to hold this damn thing. He, he had to, but, he uh, had to take it. He had to take it off Ambrose's hands. It's it's been the right decision. I'm not disagreeing with we're you. We're still not we're still not seeing Ambrose. We're seeing cookie cutter. Yeah. I'm I'm an anarchist. Look at me, kind of like pushing people's things off a yeah. desk in school. Yeah, no, I'm not. When we get to the, yeah. the SmackDown recap, I, I got things to say. Whatever. So. Oh boy. Uh, so we're gonna talk about Raw from this past week. This was the 19th. Uh, the action was live from Memphis, Tennessee. We open with Roman Reigns. That's the way you start off a Raw. Roman Reigns with a microphone in his hand. Hell yeah. Stephanie McMahon, Mick Foley, and Kevin Owens save him uh, before long with a verbal sparring session. The Raw General Manager and Commissioner interrupt Reigns in the ring just before he began to voice his displeasure about the uh, events of the past two weeks. Of course, referring to the previous Raw, uh, where his... uh, What exactly happened there? I didn't actually end up watching that main event. It was uh, Seth Rollins came out and messed with the match, so Foley restarted it, at which point Rusev came out and messed with the match. Uh, 
SmackDown's kind of doing this too, bringing the two championship pictures kind of overlapping oh, into yeah. one another. I'm not a big fan of. They can, like, Rusev can carry the U.S. title on his own. And if Roman Reigns needs to be involved with Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins, put someone else with Rusev. Like, at this point. I think we're going to see a shield reunion. Okay. Like, a, ha- like a half shield? <laughs> but how? The half shield. It's the star and the blue parts of the shield. The yeah. Uh, so, what happens next? Uh, Reigns will get another shot at Owens tonight. Uh, it'll be the main event and it'll take place in a steel cage. That's uh, that's what we learned was going to happen. Uh, next up, Steph confronts Mick about the decision and whatnot. Uh, Rusev and Lana are, uh, are, are shilling her new movie. <coughs> sure, why not? <laughs> uh, and then Seth Rollins fights Rusev because why not? Well, that was that was the week, that was the weak thing in the show because Foley was like, and you know what? Because of what you did last week, you're gonna fight Rusev. I'm like that's not much of a yeah. you know <laughs> of, of a penalty for what you did the week before. I mean, it's a good pairing, uh, but at a certain point, we need to see more direction. Like you got to build heat, uh, and the way, way to build heat is not to put the two people who are going to fight together four times before they fight. Uh, stuff like this makes more sense, but you have this kind of, you have a depth on Raw that isn't available on SmackDown, and it would be nice sense, you know, to see them roll somebody out who hasn't, uh, what's Big Show doing? Yep. What is Big Show doing? Nothing. Uh, alright, so the match ended with a double countout, because we can't have very well the US champion looking weaker than Seth Rollins, uh, at this point in time, I guess. Uh, he became... Why build them up? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Seth Rollins then became, uh, you know, he received the the accolade, and again, not literally, of uh, being the first superstar to launch an attack from the uh, the announcers table on Raw, which is now located up, kind of in the in the crowd. So still a little getting used to. Yeah, um, absolutely. So uh, Mick makes a triple threat for a cl- is a clash of champions now. Uh, Dana base Dana Brooke is saying basically that hey. Double pin or no, there's the, the easiest way to do this would just be to put both ladies in the match with Charlotte at Clash of Champions. Okay, that makes no sense. So you've gone against Charlotte the week before. You slapped her. Excuse me. She pissed you off. Yeah. Next thing you know, the next week, you're standing with her trying to help Charlotte. And by I like this dynamic, Charlotte, though, because this feels like the henchman that, that always has the one over on the... Uh, this feels like the two Goombas from the Super Mario Brothers movie that are, like, secretly <laughs> helping the Mario Brothers at one point, like... She's kind of, you can't get a, a bead on Dana. She's getting, uh, like Alexa Bliss, better on the mic week in, week out. Like, kind of on a crescendo of quality. Uh, and uh, she, you can't really tell if she's doing this to to intentionally mess with Charlotte, or she's just dumb. And that's that's a good character. That's actually kind of an interest. She adds something to this uh, to this title picture. So we will have Sasha Banks, Charlotte, and Bailey, uh, Which, you know... Bailey's not winning. Eat your heart out, fanboys. Bailey's not winning. Chris Jericho, who's doing the best work of his career. This, let's be honest. Fantastic. Uh, I, every part of his work tonight, I, I ate it all up. Uh, great. Jericho stops Kevin Owens in the back and says, you know, the reason you're getting messed with by the GM so much is because Mick Foley hates me. Uh, so Chris Jericho has the, the bright idea of he's going to actually, uh, on a on a pad and paper... Uh, take down, uh, you know, a list of why Mick Foley's a terrible GM to, uh, I don't know, he's going to present it to somebody. I don't know what his his ultimate goal is here, but Foley isn't going to like it. 
<laughs> next up, uh, we have Braun Strowman and Sin Cara. Sin Cara, whose name was pronounced at least 50 different ways by the announce team uh, during this. And that's something we, we've always mentioned, and it goes without saying here too. Corey Graves and Byron Saxton are improving constantly. Corey Graves especially is is very good. Michael Cole is the same Michael Cole he always was. Uh, but but I'll take the... I'm, I'm kind of liking the Raw announce team dynamic. My favorite announcer might be Mauro Ronaldo, but the dynamic on Raw is a little better uh, because JBL and, and Otunga are, are terrible. They they don't add They anything. don't add anything. Like, they're perfectly nice guys, like, but I, I'm over it. <laughs> I would split. I would split it. I would take JBL and Otunga and like get, give them their severance check and send them on their way. Take Byron Saxton and put them on SmackDown. And you're good. Yep. Put make Byron Saxton a, a heel. He's just gonna sit there and say yeah. and say bullshit while Ronaldo does a good job. Uh, and do the same thing on Raw. Like it's you're good. You're fine. Uh, so it's uh, Hispanic Heritage Month, which uh, I've learned is actually Hispanic Heritage Months. Because uh, it, it starts at the end of September and goes to mid-October. Yeah. So, nice move. <laughs> uh, it's, it's supposed to end with some kind of labor It's supposed to co- coincide with, like, I think Labor Day and uh, and another holiday in October. So huh. it's like, you maximize on uh, your Hispanic. <laughs> on your heritage. Uh, Braun Strowman, of course, does win. Uh, Sin Cara puts up a little more of a fight than we've been used to uh, in the in the Squatch matches. The Squatch matches, as they call them. Uh, just skimming through here. What else do we got? What else do we got up next? Uh, tag team match. Yeah. Sasha Banks and Bailey versus Charlotte and Dana Brooke. Um, we, we then have Seth confronting Steph about their, uh, their friendship. We have, uh, Bo Dallas and Gary Graham. What happened here? I've le- I left the room during the Bo Dallas yeah, segment. Yeah, yeah. Not intentionally, but it happened. Have you ever thought that Bo Dallas's character could get worse? It's gotten worse. Is he like taking himself seriously? Yeah, well, he went he, before he was like the goof who was like didn't didn't notice everyone laughing at him saying his catchphrase. Yeah, now he's like I'm the only one who Bo leaves, <laughs> and he still has the sign. And it's like, well, what the hell is this? Well, like Bo Dallas and No Way Jose are kind of in the same boat, where like a goofy character is fine, but if they're serious when they're wrestling, that's what matters. And Bo Dallas never had that. He was a total goof. He would get the upper hand in a match and go like ma- marching around with his thumbs up like an idiot. Uh, so all I remember at the end of this match is he had a really serious face and he was carrying around a big sign that says Believe in Bo or something like that. Cesaro and Sheamus are fighting for the sixth goddamn time. Uh, and Cesaro ends up winning, so they're tied 3-3. Uh, you know what? <laughs> that was, that was like the most monotone. L- listen. We have announced that. I-, I love Cesaro and Sheamus is a perfectly competent wrestler. Uh, and I'm so glad this best of seven for a potential... Was it a potential consideration in a future title sh- title run that, or something? That that has to be the most useless description yeah. of a payoff I've ever heard. It, it should just come down to a pink slip thing, and the person who loses goes to SmackDown. It, I thought this is obvious. That's the way it should have been. There's a big Sheamus or Cesaro shaped hole on that show, and it could have easily been, "Hey, let's up the ante for Clash of Champions." It's a pink slip match. They used to do those, and the, then they way back, yeah. Like if, yeah, if you leave, if, if, you, if, su- if, you, if you suck, I'll, tra- I'll, tra- I'll trade you for peanuts. To yeah, 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 yeah. Bag of pucks or whatever, whatever the hell. <laughs> uh, Jericho has his bone to pick with Foley. This was maybe the best thing Foley has done since being GM because it seemed like the two guys were just playing off one another. Yeah, Foley for the rest of this night was terrible, and you can't defend him. No, I can't. Uh, 
Anyways, uh, so if he's he's listing, the list is involved. There's a giant tag team match. Enzo and Cass, New Day and Sami Zayn versus Gals, Anderson, Shining Stars, and Chris Jericho. Jesus Christ. That was why a, that was a, that was such a, such a mess. This is such the this is the look who else is going to be on the pay per view on the weekend. Let's get them all in one big cluster f of a match. Everyone's names have to be said. Yeah. I hope Jericho wrote down this match on his list of why McFoley's a bad GM. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Kendrick, Cedric Alexander, Graham Metallic, and Richard Swan are introduced next by McFoley, who has like I thought he was having a stroke during this entire segment. He couldn't get words out. Uh, and it just like it just shows with someone like Foley, you know, if he's trying to remember rehearse stuff, he he's tumbling over his words. When he's speaking from the heart, he's fine. And you give him the talking points, just, and he's fine. Just let him talk. It's it's unbelievable. Uh, so TJ Perkins ended up winning the uh, cruiserweight championship uh, challenge or tournament or whatever the hell they wanted to call it. Uh, and this was taking place. It was being filmed alongside NXT, and it has been airing for the past uh, while. Uh, very very neat. Lots of cool wrestlers, lots of great matches. Uh, I've just caught this and that, so I, I unfortunately don't have a, a, a ton to say. Uh, do you have any personal feelings on any of these these guys? Brian Kendrick, I know, is an older guy. He He's... seems like a crazy person. Yeah, remembering from when he when he first came into the company, yeah, to what he is now, I, I, it, he's like it, he seems to be like someone who experienced something terrible in their life yeah. to flip their entire personality on its head. That's exactly what we're experiencing right now, or at least he I needs help. <laughs> like I feel that he's exper- that he's going through right now because it's it's, yeah. it's just awkward. Because I think at one time, anyone can correct me on this. I swear to God, he was a pirate. His character yeah, was a no, pirate. That, that seems like it makes sense. And it was just very confusing. Uh, whereas now, I like that he's in a cruiserweight division where he can show off his strengths. Yeah, I'm just not sure. How we're going to work this, because a lot of them don't have personalities, they're just high flyers. No, but, so they each had, like, a little quick video when they were being introduced. Yeah. They all kind of flushed each other out, like, I'm a luchador, uh, you know, I, I come from a troubled past, and now sports entertainment has saved my life. The other guy was like, oh, you know, I, I'm only here because the, the fans chanted to sign me, they, they wanted to see more of me, and Brian Kendrick's just like, I'm a crazy person! That, I, my <laughs> career is almost done, so... I would like to hold a belt. I trained Eva Marie. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's, that's to his credit. That's why he's here. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to have a fatal four-way uh, to determine who's going to fight TJ Perkins at Clash of Champions because every belt needs to be defended, uh, especially this sweet-ass purple cruiserweight belt. Uh, and, of course, you're hoping that this cruiserweight championship won't be just limited to these five people that uh, a Neville uh, or even, like, a Seth Rollins can get in on matches like this. Uh, you, why not? Uh, you know, well, look at those chances. Absolutely, uh, it's it's good to have something for like a Kalisto to do. Like the Kalisto needs to just go into this and never leave. Like, wow, this would have been something really nice for Sin Cara. Yeah, Cr- crickets. <laughs> Too bad Braun Strowman <laughs> killed him. Uh, so this wasn't much of a fatal four way match as far as uh, booking was concerned. It was more of a showcase of guy versus guy, and it was fantastic. It might have been the one of the best matches of the night. Uh, if not one of the best matches of the yeah, show. it so, was one of the best matches. Uh, so, a really good showcase for the Cruiserweights. Uh, the crowd was into it. Uh, when you consider that, for the, for most people there, 100% of these these guys were unknown heading into the match. Yeah. Uh, they did very well. So, we didn't bring out the steel cage out for, a- for air, Andrew. It's time to drop <laughs> it. And it's time for Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens to fight. 
Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns defeats Kevin Owens by climbing over the top while Kevin is distracted trying to climb out of the door. Uh, Rusev comes and sets upon Reigns, throws him back into the ring. Him and Owens beat the crap out of him. Uh, Seth Rollins decides he wants to take a big dangerous spot before the pay-per-view. And that's Raw. Yep. Um, I, I really did enjoy the, enjoy the end of it, though, because it was a little bit of havoc. Yeah. At the end there, Roman Reigns didn't look like a giant tool. Put all four guys in a fatal four-way, and the winner gets both belts. <laughs> and you combine them. And, it's, and that's it. Like, screw it. Like, uh, anyway. Oh, and one thing I want to comment on, about on uh, about Raw. Yeah. Was the fact that Bo Dallas continues to rhyme. He continues to rhyme? Yes. Every, everything he says now to the crowd, he's rhyming everything. Okay. It just, I don't know, it adds to his buffoonery, really. I imagine him and, and his brother Bray were, like, out to lunch sometime, and Bray's just like, why don't you try rhyming everything? And he's like, oh, that's perfect. Uh, why don't you try winning a title, Bray? <laughs> Aww. Aww. Why don't you try having a meaningful rivalry with anyone, rather than just throwing a, a dart at a board with everybody's face on it? I mean, like, I'm going to cut a scathing promo on him for two weeks and then lose. <laughs> Let's move on to SmackDown, the blue brand, the better brand, in my opinion, because it's shorter. So we learned suddenly at the beginning of SmackDown that tonight that John Cena will face off against Dean Ambrose. He's back again. Uh, And Dolph Ziggler will challenge The Miz again uh, for the Intercontinental (laughs) Championship. Uh, (laughs) So Chad Gable's also been cleared to return to action on this episode of SmackDown. He and Jason Jordan will aim to take the Usos back. Of course, the Usos uh, injured Chad Gable uh, and took them out of the tournament, which was a, a very wise booking to to keep these guys, you know, give Slater and Rhino a bit of a run and let let there be you know there's build up they're they're they're, they're new they're young let them let the them tag division it. in SmackDown's better than Raw immediately, which and, and, doesn't and, make and any and sense. With, and with New Day as champion, this is yeah. like some kind of to- like topsy turvy world. I mean, on the kickoff of this segment, you said the better brand, the blue brand. Yeah, like two years ago, going back. Did you ever think you would say that? Well, it, it was all a matter of uh, SmackDown was the blow-off show. It was more wrestling-focused. The announcers would mention what happened on Raw, but typically it was the the B and the A-minus list roster, uh, you know, have an adder, and just, that's the whole why, why the brand split was necessary, is that we were just seeing, you know, I've already seen Kevin Owens fight, Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns how many times? And I have that to look forward to at a pay-per-view. I'm sure the match will be fine. But it used to be double that. They would also fight on SmackDown. Uh, so that we don't have to worry about that anymore. Uh, and SmackDown's kind of opened up. Like, the last 40, 45 minutes of SmackDown was wrestling. It was Miz vs. Dolph, and it was Dean and Cena. So, yeah, I... And they were both great, great matches. So more, I, res- more wrestling than talking, which is all we want. The, the show is over before you realize you've been watching it that long. Whereas Raw is never the case; it lulls in the middle so bad. Uh, anyways, the show starts with uh, one Daniel Bryan coming out uh, because you know the focus, of course, is on the talent. So Daniel Bryan has to start every single episode of WWE SmackDown. <laughs> uh, the SmackDown Women's Champion Becky Lynch and the number one contender Alexa Bliss were in the ring to open the show with their No Mercy contract signing. Uh, this is the first No Mer- This is the first uh, WWE SmackDown Women's Championship contract signing. They made sure we knew about that. Uh, it's a night of firsts. Uh, this is uh, when two top-notch superstars are uh, supposed to deliver uh, scintillating mic work that raises the level of the feud. Uh, this particular writer thinks that they missed the mark. I think Alexa Bliss was fine. 
I think Becky Lynch went really big and is doesn't have a baseline. I don't understand Becky Lynch. I don't know if she's insane uh, and she'll do anything to defend her championship if she's a level-headed wrestler. I don't know where Becky Lynch fits in. She seems like a, a moving target. It's the, it's the odd duck. Sure. But, like, I, whatever. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, The Miz apparently had some trouble reading his contract as he decides he's not going to fight Ziggler tonight for his championship. Uh, but apparently he has to, or his contract is null and void, according to Daniel Bryan. Uh, they have done nothing but really kind of botch the heat between Daniel Bryan and Miz, I feel, uh, since that Talking Smack segment. Um, I'm not, not to say that Miz and Ziggler hasn't actually been weirdly great, just that the Bryan-Miz angle... It, there were so many ways to go with that, and there were so many ways to build Miz up and make Daniel Bryan relevant in a in a wrestling story yeah. without having him having to wrestle, and they, they didn't want to proceed. So, um, anyways, let's move on. Uh, the Usos defeating American Alpha uh, as uh, Chad Gable, uh, who was cleared to compete, is still, I guess he was injured on the apron, didn't want to, uh, his partner didn't want to tag him in. Uh you you watched the the entire of this match? Yeah. I was in and out of SmackDown, so uh... no, no, it was it, it, it was good. He 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 went in. It's just he 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 played played off the injury, yeah. over and over and over again that he had problems walking, talk, like no, walking, talking, walking, and like standing on, on one leg because he could not yeah. put up his full weight on his other other leg. Uh, Usos then confront Heath Slater and Rhino backstage in in what was actually kind of an okay funny segment uh, for for those involved. Slater and Rhino were backstage (laughs) eating crackers and cheddar cheese squirt when out of uh, breath Usos approached them aggressively. Jimmy threatened to smack them damn crackers out of Rhino's hand Uh, and uh, then they also uh, insulted Slater's raggedy kids which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, They referred to them specifically as raggedy kids. Uh, The Usos are great suddenly and good for them because I had mostly written them off. Uh, Baron Corbin and Apollo Crews fight again. They could have just, like, had the feed from Backlash, and I'm not sure anybody would have noticed. Uh, Jack Swagger's on commentary. Yeah, he's, he's coming to the better show now. Yeah. Yep. And you you don't know Jack. He, last week, was it last week? It was last week, uh, when he made the jump from Raw to SmackDown overnight, he came out and cut his promo, where he's like, I'm still the boring guy you remember. That was That was it. Uh, yeah. So Baron Corbin, uh, after the match, walks up to Swagger and points at him and said, you should have stayed on Raw. Shaking in my boots. <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's so awkward. He, like, uh, it, it would have been great. This, this is one of those moments where it would have been great for him to have been, doing, been on SmackDown, but if Shelton Benjamin hadn't had that injury, they could have been a great stable. Yeah. Great stable. And even... You know, if, if you didn't use, uh, and you know what they'd be great against? They'd be great against American Alpha. Sure. Two, yeah, absolutely. Two very similar groups. Shelton Benjamin has played the heel really well in the, in the past, and he, he actually is a good mouthpiece. So teaming him with Jack Swagger, which which is a filler for Charlie they're gonna, Haas. They're going to do like Kurt Hawkins and Baron Corbin, do you? Oh, sweet God. Because those guys kind of like are the same guy. <laughs> the same guy, but what, 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 one of them talks so much yeah. in his promos. Well, even though we only see him on video, we've, we've said it. Baron Corbin is the quiet heel version of Roman Reigns. 
He, the, he's the one we want. <laughs> yeah, well, well, exactly. You know, whatever. Uh, Naomi and Nikki Bella are uh, talking trash backstage about Natalia and Carmella. That, I don't have much more to say about this. Uh, Dolph, you know, he cuts a promo next. <coughs> Dolph, same, old, same old promo. Yeah. Like, listen, dude. He's kind of getting Bray Wyatt-y with it. Um, what, what no one's really addressed is that Dolph Ziggler and Roman Reigns are booked similarly on, on either show. Roman Reigns, if you took their overall losses versus title shots, how many times Roman Reigns has been up for a title shot, or this is his last chance, or this is his, everybody's down on him, and Dolph Ziggler, the exact same thing, I think it's getting pretty even at this point, that Roman Reigns, for everything, everyone that gives him shit, he's lost so many opportunities. It's kind of interesting, because I'm starting to go to the side, I would rather see Roman Reigns than Dolph Ziggler. Like fight I each would, other. I would well, not even fight each other. <laughs> I would rather like if, if it was comparing what we saw in Raw with Roman Reigns yeah. and, and and Ziggler. Ziggler fought a good match with Miz. Don't get me wrong. I was far more interested in Roman Reigns than I was Dolph Ziggler because at least Reigns. I know I know what I'm expecting from Reigns, but at least his personality still leaves room and has. Change people's a issue bit. with Roman Reigns, and we say it every goddamn podcast, is his involvement in the title picture, and people don't feel that he has deserved it. Isn't it? Uh, exactly. <laughs> Take Roman Reigns completely out of the title picture. Have him lose to Rusev. Have him go down to the boonies. Bring him back up around Rumble or something, and and don't put him in the title picture. For <laughs> fuck's sake! I don't know how hard it is. I know you want to pull the trigger on Roman Reigns. But but have him like become relevant in some other way to the crowd with someone who has got a lot of heat. Whether it's you set up at Rumble Roman Reigns and Lesnar and you build up heat on that and he's the one to stop Lesnar at Mania or something like that if Goldberg is not an option. Uh, make it happen. Get someone who's really over. Get some face to just get absolutely murdered by Brock Lesnar and have Roman Reigns be the guy who's there. Uh, something Something more organic like that. Don't have him just... Well, he's big and strong, so obviously, like, I I don't, whatever. I like Roman Reigns. Like, I think I when he uh, is that, that, a brooding wrecking machine, that he's very special. Just just let him go. <laughs> Honest to God, screw his attachment with the title. Screw his yeah. attachment with the, any, whatever attachment he has with some of the fans. I get that you want to play to the kids. I get that. I understand yeah. that much like John Cena, he's... He's that he's that guy. He's that guy that goes out and helps people. He's that good positive influence. But at the same time, yeah. good God, let him go. Yeah. Well, that's a, for the greater good. The, let him go. Yeah. The idea with him would be like even if he became like a Sting esque persona, where like you keep giving him title shot, like have him show up, like have him show up from the rafters one day <laughs> with a baseball bat. Now follow me here. Like, have him show up in a in a match or something, or have him inter- insert himself in one of these matches, and then turn down the title shot, or have him not be interested in the title, and be like, everyone here doesn't respect me, and they don't want me to hold it. I don't know what... He needs just to wreck fools. And if you get him a couple weeks solid of doing that, where this guy clearly has no interest in holding a championship, and he's just there to, to stir shit, you, you would have the craziest baby face in Roman Reigns. Uh, but they... Want to keep playing him even, you know, 50-50. Face heel, have him suddenly snap and break people's ribs and go quiet and be screaming and beating the shit out of everybody and then have him get on the 
microphone and say suffer and succotash. Like, you can't... <laughs> suffer and succotash. It's... <laughs> it's... That's... That's... We can say it until we're blue in the face. Every week we do this podcast. He's not a lost cause, but the thing you're doing isn't working, and you're just like, let's you're, keep trying. You're making us hate him. Yeah. That's been the whole thing all the whole time. What, what, why, why aren't people receptive to this guy? He's, he looks good. He's a perfectly competent wrestler. You know, this, that, and the other. It's the push. That was it. That was the, all of last year. It was I the could... push. That's all anybody cared about. Oh, yeah. I mean, what? We... No, no one else has that issue right now. No. no one else in the WWE has an issue where if, like, just by being involved in a title picture, there's heat against them and not the kind you want. Well, Cena to a degree, but that's... But that's like neither, but but Cena is a perfectly competent person that can hold any title at any time. Cena's the exception to the rule. Uh, that if the more Cena is booed, the more powerful he becomes. Uh, you just look at the merch, man. I guess that's what it comes down to. Because Reigns merch, you look out into the crowd, man, all over the place, even on SmackDown. So maybe he's coming out. Nope, he's not. <laughs> uh, uh, Dolph Ziggler and Miz have a hellacious match. To borrow a word from Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, Maurice is gonna spray Ziggler. What the hell is in this bottle that she's spraying him like with? Bear mace or something, yeah. I guess. Oh, de Maurice. Uh, de she's gonna spray him again, but the ref notices. So Maurice drops it near the ring, and she's uh, ejected from ringside. Well, uh, or Miz is the the ending here was fantastic. I like how she she's still fighting it. Like instead of standing there and actually like berating yeah. the referee and letting the match go on for like a couple more minutes, which I think the night did end a little too early. So they, sure. they, they might have messed that up a little bit. But she's like, doesn't question the ref or anything or try and defend herself. She immediately just starts walking to the back. And then she's walking backwards, yelling at the referee yeah, yeah. She, how she shouldn't be kicked out and keeps walking out. I'm like, this is the most awkward, like, uh, kick out from ringside or like... Uh, She's foreign. She yeah. was, she's having... Ban the ban from ringside moment? It was one of the most awkward moments. I didn't feel that at all. I, I didn't feel that that was the case. I thought... Her <laughs> acting her acting has been terrible, in my opinion. Absolutely terrible since she's been... She, since she's been uh, Yeah, but isn't that, like... Isn't that the, kind of the point? Like, her and Miz together are, like... That's you, their thing. But when you look at Miz, and even when he's joke acting, that acting is better than Maurice's personality like when she's hanging, when he's hanging out with yeah. Jagger Eaton or whatever his name was uh so a uh, great match uh Maurice got banned from ringside love or hate it <laughs> <laughs> uh Ziggler then uh hit the famouser on uh and the zigzag but he couldn't get the win Miz tries to escape with his belt Ziggler retrieves him Miz picks up the spray bottle and chucks the Intercontinental Championship across the ring so the ref has to run to retrieve it while the ref is busy doing this, uh, Miz gives Ziggler a good dose of the Maurice, Crim de Maurice, or whatever the hell it is, and uh, Ziggler eats uh, a skull crushing finale and is uh, is is pinned. This is a fantastic match, uh, other than the Maurice thing, apparently, according to you. Uh, it, it, was, it was just really weird. It was it wasn't needed. You just could have had some other screwy way. Like, of course, <coughs> excuse me. They keep falling to the same gimmick every time. Whenever something works, yeah. Hey guys, let's do it again and again and again mm -hmm. until everyone is so fucking sick and tired of it that we've seen that's, it twenty times. And that is the same. That's thing. dangerous territory when you're talking about wrestling. But the, know, but the, the, but the, <laughs> pro the, pro the problem is there's always this <clears throat> safe. As long as you reinvent it, yeah, it's it's better. Maurice getting caught <laughs> this early—that's something you would save for a pay per view. Where you could have had something else shifty happen and save that for the pay per view. Mm -hmm. 
Whereas, again, you just you just killed it. Now, now, now you have to up it. You have to one up it next time you utilize any kind of screw job. Double spray, fire extinguisher. I and and the other thing too is with GMs coming out and restarting matches, uh, you either do it all the time or you do it never. Uh, and the issue is stuff like this. Is there no game film? Is Brian da- is Brian Danielson? Is Daniel Bryan uh, not sitting back looking at a monitor, sitting uh, standing three inches away from it, which is always my funny, the, the best thing when they show Mick Foley standing in the back, and he's standing three inches from a 40-inch television trying to comprehend a wrestling match on it? Yeah, but that, that, that's the kind of thing, like, you, you, you save a restart for a match when it's... When it's- like on a pay per view or something, yeah. or, a, or a main title. Even there's nothing in Mrs. Contract that says, "Hey, you can't repeatedly cheat." <laughs> That's okay. Uh, anyways, Eric Rowan makes an appearance uh, and he is, is swiftly defeated by Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bray Wyatt has some things to say on the TV, kind of looking like a post-apocalyptic Santa Claus. Uh, pretty standard Bray Wyatt stuff. What? <laughs> yeah. Bray Wyatt's a guy who who is a he he knows how to make one entree. Like like he's got spaghetti and meatballs down. It's the best spaghetti and meatballs you'll ever taste. But that's gonna make hot at dogs. A cer- at a, yeah, at a certain point, uh, you're you're fucking sick of it. <laughs> so uh, Nikki and Naomi defeat Natalia and Carmella via DQ. Carmella, of course, uh, still after Nikki Bella here. AJ, uh, AJ Rivals. AJ Styles says he has no rivals. He is the absolute best. Uh, he is the champ that runs the camp. <laughs> like, these are things that these people are saying. So, I'm just it, taking it, it out of context. I know. That, 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 that's the funniest thing. Like, he's going over the top. It's yeah. more, like, it, like, it's so cheesy and so stupid and so child-friendly that it's it's mildly funny. He's good. No, AJ Styles is, is, is banging. He's He's... The the yeah, having the title gives them credibility. It puts people on notice that maybe didn't think much of AJ Styles before. Uh, if the Cena win didn't put him over, you know, and it's a good thing he got that Cena win when he did because Cena's just handed them out now. Uh, <laughs> Dean Ambrose and John Cena have a match that's pretty all right. It was fine as much as you it could was, expect. To... But it's the fact that oh, jumping a little ahead, he won it clean. He won it damn clean and faster than than AJ Styles. But it was it was. Clean, but it was like a roll-up pin. It was like, but what else? What else, what else are you gonna do with them? Like, you can't. Go, you're not going forward with John Cena. No. So, but, uh, like, where does Cena drop down to, though? Like, what? What's Cena? You don't think Cena's got one more World Championship run in him? Well, he does, but that's not right now. Hmm. He's pulling a rock. He's pulling a rock, and you can't put a belt on that. You can't. You can't put a belt on that. No. The last thing I want is another uh, absentee champion. We I, I deal with that with Lesnar, and he was gone. Yeah, it it devalues the title in a way. It also means that no one's taking that title. Is 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 the thing? But like, no one, and there's but, something to say about that. But no one's showing up with a title. Yeah, as a champion, you show up to like this isn't UFC. <laughs> you can't yeah. just you can't just show up once every three three four months. Yeah, but UFC's got the same issue where the titles don't mean anything. The titles are a means to an end. They get like. You look at a, a Conor McGregor, he never needs to hold a title again. He'll make the purse he makes, or more, forever, without ever needing to be involved in another belt. Okay, so let's, let's never put him in a title belt run again. Uh, Brock Lesnar doesn't need let's, another belt let's, ever. Let's, 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 turn, let's, turn, turn, let's turn Cena into The Undertaker. Where he just he shows up he and just tells shows people to rest in peace and there's a bunch of lightning. Yeah. Yeah. 
rolls the eyes in the back of his head, but instead of wearing you know, all, all the all the uh, the vibrant stuff, it's all dark, got... to purple and black. <laughs> he holds up the little rag. Uh, <laughs> Rest in yeah. peace. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so yeah, Dean Ambrose, clean win over John Cena here. AJ Styles shows up to beat the shit out of everybody, and uh, Ambrose manages to rise to his feet and drop Styles with a dirty deeds to close out the show. So here's the conundrum on Dean Ambrose. Uh, when he is scripted, it, it is the worst. When Dean Ambrose is at his best, he should be the guy who's on the bus that you are really worried about. That you want to get off that bus because that guy's on... He's jittery. He, he's, is he talking to himself? Is he... Oh, is it, what's that stain on his shirt? Like, what's wrong with this guy? That's the Dean Ambrose you want. That's the lunatic fringe Dean Ambrose. He's crazy. He's on Talking Smack. They asked him to sit down. He's like, no, I'll stand. That's Dean Ambrose. And that compiled when he kicks Brock Lesnar in the nuts at WrestleMania. The only good part of that match. When he leans in close to them and yells, That's hilarious! That's good Dean Ambrose. When he's putting sugar in a guy's coffee. Because that's what Vince McMahon perceives as a a crazy person. That's bad Dean Ambrose. And that's the Dean Ambrose we've been getting for weeks. That's goofy. Yeah. Uh, Dean Ambrose, the the lunatic character is, is at his best when he's, you know, he's popping out of presence. He's just a maniac he's jittery he's again he's the guy you don't want to be on the bus with not the guy who's wearing a fedora standing behind you in line at the movie theater making you uncomfortable because he's telling weird jokes i go back to the fact of we haven't had he's he's a modern day stone cold steve austin the problem is with the current restrictions on the shows he's not able to go to the lengths to the vocal no uh, the language he can't do it okay so how are we going to get him over you really need to make him look like a psychopath yeah that's it psychopath like straight to the word, the sense, the definition yep. of psychopath. He has to be going absolutely crazy. The moment he came out with the hot dog cart, great. Yeah, it was pointless. It was stupid. It made no. Well, they're in New York, but it made, but it made no sense. It was a Stone Cold that, moment. It's like to that moment. Yeah, he, when Stone was, Cold rolls in with the Zamboni full of beer or whatever the hell. Well, like, the, the, like there was the beer truck, the Zamboni, yeah. the filling the Corvette full of cement. Yeah, um, you name it, he's done it. Being the, a the gun, the gun to the head that says <laughs> "Bang 316." That's the stuff you need to do. It's goofy, it's stupid, yeah. but at the same time, it, it, it will, it'll drag in the fans because, uh, sorry, because it's just out there. It's so far out there. It's out of your mind. You didn't think you'd show up in a beer truck and spray them yeah. with a fire hose. You didn't think you'd fill a, a brand new Corvette with cement. Yeah. And they get it. Well, we're, not pro- saying you have to, yeah, we're not saying you have to do specifically these things. No. We're saying this is how you get a brawler but it's, type wrestler. But it's out of the box. Yeah. It's out of the box and it's crazy. You want yep. crazy? Think outside of the box. Don't give us scripted stuff. The, 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 the key to making a psychopath is do something we don't expect, but it's within the psychological limits of the character. Yep. It's so, it's, this, this should be so simple for them to come up with, with PG-rated uh, psychopath topics, psychopath instances, promos for him to be able to, to do unscripted give him guidelines like why, why does every person need to be scripted especially him the only thing that comes build, to build mind a is character like, to a person imagine he was in the match with cena and he got cena down and tried to pin him and cena kicks out he takes off cena's shoe and throws it into the crowd little things like that like and that's something that i think dean ambrose if he was allowed to be 100 percent the dean ambrose he wants to be that th- this is how he would behave uh b- b- there's I don't know what's wrong with this guy. Like, he he had the world championship. It's something that everybody wanted him to have for the longest time, but it was on a falling action. He wasn't the hottest he'd ever been. 
and I bring it back to the fucking roadblock pay-per-view, where it's like, is Dean Ambrose believably going to beat Triple H at this damn thing? It was the hottest he ever was, and it was the most who-gives-a-shit Dean Ambrose we ever had. And since then, goddamn, since WrestleMania, that hurt him so much in that lame match with Brock Lesnar, that lame SummerSlam match with Dolph Ziggler, just the, the garbage that Dean Ambrose has given and how he is forced to build heat around it. Uh, I don't know, man. Let like, me, well, let, me, let, me, let me throw you throw you a possibility, though, for that match. Yeah. Was that Triple H making him look good? Uh, how much? Okay, well, not, not all of it. But yeah. How much of that was taking a little bit of Triple H and kind of going, you know what, you need a little bit of this, let's... I'll, I'll push that your way. It was a fantastic match that you didn't care who won. It was, yeah. yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it was a great match. I'm not taking that, yeah. I don't want to take that away from either of them. But he knows, it's it's much like when you went to the ring with The Undertaker. Yeah. He knows how to elevate whoever he's in, even if, oh, of course. Even if it's a crap The matchup. best guys do. John Cena's in, in that conversation. And he is, and, and, and Triple H being that person, he knows how to elevate, especially since he's one of the guys, maybe not... Oh, so him. you're saying that match... You're, you're saying that there's a lot of credit to be given to Triple H for look making Dean Ambrose was, so credible. It, 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 it takes two. Yeah. To, it takes two to tango. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to work together to make a great match. How much of that was t- him taking Dean's strength? But again, without knowing how much is like because you had Triple H and Dean uh, cutting promos on each other leading up to that, you had Roman Reigns uh, somewhat out of the picture at the time. I'm trying to remember the exact timeline on this. He he he, he, he busted his nose. He busted his nose. Yeah, he was going for the nose surgery, so they did the blood pack. Spot, yeah, and then Roman Reigns so was obvious. out. So you you have Triple H who's holding the belt. You have his the main contender at WrestleMania out of the program. Yep. And Dean Ambrose stepped the fuck up and did like and was on point. Dean Ambrose and was getting in Triple H's face. And you're like, shit, man, are they going to do the swerve here where Dean Ambrose goes into WrestleMania with the, the this is amazing? Uh, no, but. <laughs> Uh, but th- that would have been like a, a a drastic change to the to everything, like to the architecture of of the WWE at the time. Like it it went the way it went, the the way it had to go. Uh, even even now, it's still like that. But Dean Ambrose is the guy who has stepped up when Roman Reigns has fucked up. Basically, he got he had the surgery, he had the suspension, and Dean Ambrose was there. But who else? But who who else are they going to go to? It's it's, it's yeah. kind of like who are we going to go to? We've, but that's that goes back to it, the thing we've always been is the depth, right? It's like once one of these top guys, if AJ Styles gets injured. What the hell are they going to do? Oh, they're screwed. Yeah. They're screwed. Yeah. That, then you need a Sami Zayn. You need a Cesaro. You need a, a face like that to step up. Or you need someone who's over as a... Who's the top heel in SmackDown other than AJ Styles? Baron Corbin. Is it, is it Baron Corbin? <laughs> I don't know. Is I don't it know. Miz? Just... Is Miz a heel? Yes. Or is Miz yes. no, a... Miz, Miz is okay. a heel. Miz is absolutely Miz is like a, a classic heel, though. He's just like an asshole. He, by every sense of the word, yes. Yeah, because Dolph Ziggler's kind of that too, but he's like a good asshole. He bought, Miz is bad asshole. He, he, bought, he bought the heel ticket the minute he went, uh, he broke a bit of, uh, he, he did a shoot on Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Which is, which is not, has never been straight confirmed. Yeah, but I, I, I align myself with Miz in that. Like, like, Miz, you know what? You are working your ass off. And since then, he's had some top-notch matches. And some credit goes to Dolph Ziggler too, who, for all you want to say about Dolph Ziggler... And the way they recycle him, and that he's, I, this is it, this is my final chance, this is my last chance to prove myself, and then fails, and people are like, how many times can you do that? Look at the matches themselves, and actually look at, other than that SummerSlam match, which I felt was like a house show match, uh, th- that Dolph Ziggler is kind of delivering too. So, uh, Dolph Ziggler and Sami Zayn should have been swapped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Absolutely. That's yeah. one of that's one of those things they should have fixed. Uh I, I can't, we can't stress enough that Sami Zayn has no place on Raw and should be on SmackDown. I don't know. Like, well, uh, isn't he feuding with Jericho right now? He is. He's, he's not feuding list. with Jericho. He's just having a match with Jericho. I don't know if they have actual animosity between the two of them. Uh, I think it comes down to like Sami Zayn uh is rivals with Kevin Owens and Kevin Owens and Jericho are friends. So they're going to That's the whole premise behind the uh Nia Jax and uh, Alicia Fox match that's going to happen on Sunday. Oh, I hope it's a squash. I forgot about. Do they do pay per view squashes? They should yeah, do it. They, they haven't done them in a long time. Well, Alicia Fox isn't going to be hurt by a squash. Let's I'm just... some crazy girl. <laughs> I'm some crazy bitch. I just never get squashed. I, I don't know. You know what? I, I'm in shock. She came back, but okay, she's well, she's older, older. Yeah, but yeah. more so the fact that she doesn't fit. No, it's, it's, it's not a personal shot. She doesn't fit in this universe anymore at all. She's it's, so out of place. Yeah, she, but like was, you know, if we're gonna start doing that, there's plenty of wrestlers we could build a list just like Jericho. We're just like this person really has no place in the company. But he, do they? but he, but he's still building people. Yeah, he's still pushing everyone else. He's putting people over. He has no. No, problem. no, I'm saying Jer- Jericho's list. I'm referencing. Oh, his list. oh, the list. Jericho is one of the most entertaining things on Raw weekend week out. Please, absolutely, absolutely. I'll take as much. I'll breathe it in as long as I can. <laughs> the, fact, the, fact that, the fact that he actually made the list. Yeah. Like his, his I, I I never thought to myself I, I mean, when he was here for the live event that was great yeah and I was totally on top of that but I never thought I would go out and want to get another Jericho shirt like at yeah. that moment would never happen but now the fact that there, I think there's a shirt that has him with his arms out and it yeah. says drink it in <laughs> they come here for a live event drink bought gift. that shirt is bought if that's if that's there yeah I don't even care if he's here or not no questions asked I will buy will that drink it shirt in. I will drink it in yeah. No, he's doing fantastic. Uh, he, you know, it's Big and Limburg or whatever he says there with his, his scarf. <laughs> oh, uh, man. It, just top-notch. Like, just great. Like, he's entertaining uh, on every level. Good for him. Like, I was never really sold on Jericho. I was up and down. I'm like, I get it. Uh, th- this Jericho, I'm like, yes. He is the old crotchety man on this roster who's like the... What happened to Fandango and Tyler Breeze? They're probably working superstars or no main event, main event. They're probably working main event. What the fuck? What the fuck happened to them? All right, that's it. That's all the wrestling I care to talk about. Did you have anything to add? You you seem like you had a rant. You you wanted to let something have it here before the end of the show. Uh, I think part of it was the fact that uh, it was Dana Brooke. It was a Dana Brooke thing. How awkward that transition went on how. She suggested the triple threat match. It was kind of like, yeah, we're going to do that. Okay, let's do that. Okay, good. Well, but then again, Sunday rolls around and Dana Brooke costs Charlotte the championship, and it all makes sense. It does. It was just... Or if they don't do that, they can still they can still build it up. They, there's something Charlotte's, there. But it, the thing was, if it was, it was if it was so like heinous, and Charlotte's just standing there like, yeah. like the, the dirt-faced, and waiting for one of them to say something, you know, to, to, to change it. Like, oh, was it was Foley they were talking to you? yeah. yeah. To change it, and they didn't. And that was it. Well, Foley's like, it was such a good idea, Foley was like, this is how it is. That's The promo, that's the <laughs> promo with, uh, with Rollins and Stephanie was fantastic. Sure. Uh, Stephanie can be good and bad. Like, she can have a really good promo, she can have a really bad promo. Yep. This is one of her better ones. Uh, and again, me- it comes down to, like, I don't think Stephanie's g- going off the cuff at all. I think it's a matter of the writing for Stephanie. Uh, Shelton Benjamin is planning his return already. On how he wants to return to WWE. Does he have a say? <laughs> well, he, he he likes the idea Can of... he burst out of Apollo Crews' chest? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Apollo Crews is dead. His strength is in me. Baron, it's time for a tag team championship run. <laughs> Holy fuck. Uh, Luke Harper has been cleared for Ingram action. Okay. Which means... He's... What, what brand is he? Yep. Okay. Uh, noted earlier on the site, Luke Harper was backstage at Raw Monday. Ooh. But give it, him a new gimmick. I need to. I need to open this article because it's, it's it's like when it gets to put the him meat, on Braun Strowman's shoulders and make like the towering gargantuan. It gets it gets the meat and potatoes of the article and then just cuts it. It, it is yeah. only blank. I'm like, uh, <laughs> uh, it is only a matter of time for the scourge of Harper. His, his injury. His injury was a dislocated patella and torn MPFL ligament Shit, back in is March. He, is he a robot? <laughs> uh, he was not drafted either, so it's unclear which brand he'll be on before the injury. Harper was in the Wyatt family with Bray Wyatt, Eric Rowan, and Braun Strowman. Currently, Bra- Wyatt and Roman are Ro- sorry. Wyatt and Rowan are on SmackDown Live while Strowman is on Raw. Uh, he has, yeah, he was cleared by doctors. So I guess my thought is that he is. Uh, maybe not working live events, but he is good to work on uh, NXT stuff, like with the Performance Center. Like he can't he come ha- back with the dirty shirt. Like let's get something new for Luke Harper. Like he but should what? have. A, he but should what? have his own. He he can't be with Bray Wyatt. He can't. I don't want that. No, no he. Well, they tried it. They tried him on his own, and <sighs> they 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 don't seem to know what to do with him. He's whatsoever. a he's a good worker. He's a good wrestler, and he's a big guy. Um, he's a big guy, but they have so many big guys. Could they do like an alternate reality Enzo and Cass? Like he'll be like, <laughs> he'll be like, if everything, he's the yeah, he's Cass. the, he's the ghost of future, like future, future Christmases. Yeah, he's the ghost Cass. of future Cass. And he's just like haggard and bullshit. And then we need like a future, <laughs> and then like Jericho is future Cass or future Enzo. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. And the one thing, uh, to, to bother, uh, listener Reed. Yes. WWE wants to sign Matt Hardy. Triple H wants Matt Hardy when his contract is up. Now, just Matt Hardy, just Matt Not Hardy. Jeff Hardy. <laughs> well, as far as I know, just Matt Hardy. After what he's been doing, um, I could see it happening. My reasoning is only behind the fact that TNA is still in flux. Yeah, and one of the one of the. One of the companies who has been not been named, one of the people interested or companies interested, says they want to bring TNA back to doing live events and going on the road again, which means his, such a hole. he loses, he will lose the ability to contract himself out with the company, like because the, yeah. the company will oversee it. I guarantee you, they start doing that, he'll have no time to go out. He'll be working way more dates. He yeah. won't get to choose anything. And depending who owns it, but aren't the Hardys? The Hardys don't have uh, aren't harboring any bad feelings towards the WWE. They no, both seem like Jeff, they would Jeff, go back. Jeff yeah. went back like yeah. four years ago, five yeah. years ago. It seems inevitable that they he will end the up in a in a Dudley Boys role at some point, right? Uh, maybe not. The, the, well, they'll be Meg Carters, but I, I think what they want to do is they re- they really understand the fact as well that. Matt's really flourishing now with with his with his with his idea of his character. <laughs> this crazy bullshit. This crazy, yeah, crazy <laughs> both bullshit. Of them, both of them are ridiculous. But it's it's also the fact of that I think they also want them to make sure that they end their careers with where they started. Yeah, but fucking laying broken on top of a ladder. Only <laughs> <laughs> on a ladder, but like you know, stop like ending ending their run yeah. in the company where they started. Kind so of so they like, can make the DVD. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that what you're getting at? So we can get one, one more uh, yeah. behind-the-scenes DVD of the Hardys. I mean, it's worth mentioning that WWE is another interested buyer in TNA. Like, if Vince had the chance, he would buy TNA. 
Well, and just, put, just put yeah. the bullet in them at this point. Oh yeah, absolutely. He, yeah. he wants to buy it for the intellectual property well, as well. A big issue with T- yeah, the the video archive would be huge for the network. Uh, a big a big thing with TNA is just how mismanaged it is uh, with with who is in control. Not unlike another wrestling brand that we've been talking about for an hour and a half. Uh, but it's such a hole to dig out of. If a company that's not a wrestling company or savvy buys TNA, they're going to be in the same place they are now. They're flushing money down the toilet. Uh, so I'm not saying that WWE is the only way out, uh, I, which is a pay-per-view name, I believe. Uh, <laughs> no way, no way out. Way out. Yeah, <laughs> only way out. Uh, it it would be, I don't know. They wouldn't keep them as a as a, another brand. It wouldn't be no, like no, Raw, they, SmackDown, they NXT. It, TNA would just cease to exist. They would be dead. Well, especially since yeah. they run in Orlando. Yeah. And so does NXT. Huh. At full sale. So yeah. w- what the hell's the point? Yeah. I don't know, man. They close up right up. They're running to the ground. They're bleeding What's money. TNA out of... Florida? Where's TNA out of? TNA's out of Orlando. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, no. They were out of Orlando. They're in Georgia or something stupid, aren't they? No, their headquarters are in Nashville in some Okay, so it's south, though. I can't remember it's where that far. I can't remember where they record because they got kicked. I, I swear to God, they got kicked out of where they were. Yeah, they were in like a, a VCR repair shop or something. Shit. I, I can't remember where they are now. But. <laughs> next door. Recording right now. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's uh, that's about all we have to say. Uh, so, No Mercy. No Mercy is the next SmackDown pay-per-view. Yes. Which is not... Is it next week? No. God. No, I think it's like... Two weeks. I think it's at least two weeks away. Okay, so we're in the full swing now where it's every two weeks is a pay-per-view. After... uh, I think... What did they say? This is the biggest break. One of the problems with with the dual brands is that one brand can have a giant break before the next event. And I think I overheard them saying... And I I really want to confirm this because... I don't want to look oh, stupid. There's a giant break. I understand. The yeah, next, next, one's going to have a show and then have six weeks before the, yeah, the double the next, pay-per-view. The next, yeah. the, oh, the next show in this case isn't going to be till the end of October. Yeah. For SmackDown. So, like, the ratings things we, we kind of touched on at the beginning of the show, but Monday Night Football takes such a chunk out of Raw, and when you have a Sunday pay-per-view and expect people to watch Raw and expect people to watch SmackDown, it's insane. Uh, so all, I'm, all I am saying is make Raw two hours. Oh, uh, it's uh, uh, sorry. It's October 9th. <laughs> Okay, so this is where I thought it okay, was. Okay, so what happens after Raw? Okay, Clash of Champions. And then it's... Uh, then it's Hell in a Cell. Heel in a Seal. Because it's, it's Hell in a Cell. Which is when? End of uh, October? Hell in a Cell, which is going to be a Raw show. And SmackDown? Okay, when is that though? Interesting. Because then isn't Royal Rumble in November? It doesn't even have a date. Maybe it's not real. Uh, anyways, that's the show for this week, I guess. Uh, if you want to interact with the show at all, <laughs> please comment or uh, or what have you anywhere you you see our show pop up. Of course, if you want to reach us directly at Termist Tech on Twitter, we'll hit you, hit us up. Uh, otherwise, Facebook.com slash Termist Attack as well. What was that, Andrew? What you uh, October thirtieth. They're the ones that have the giant break between okay. their pay per views. Is raw. Yeah, it's yeah, o- yeah. It's over a month break. Well, because that's they're doing a show this Sunday. and They don't have another one until October thirtieth. October thirtieth. Oh my god. That's a huge break. Uh, well, a I hope huge they, break. I hope they make big moves on Sunday, then. They're going to have to. Yeah. Because you can. You they're can switch the title before that. They're going that. to have to work their ass off on keeping it fresh every yeah. week on Raw. Considering the ratings and considering that it's sports time. Smackdown, ha- Smackdown has been giving Raw a run for its money. And yep. it's going to keep happening as, as long as they keep Dude, tossing the... It's a it's a better show on average. Uh, and the running time is a big part of that. It keeps things focused. Uh, and tight, and makes it just a more enjoyable watch. Without commercials, it's an hour and 20 minutes. 
Fucking perfect. Uh, get it together, Raw. Like, there's the Bo Dallas thing. Didn't need it. Didn't need that. Uh, you can cut the fat in a lot in a lot of in a lot of ways here. Anyways, that is uh, that is the show. I already gave out all the where you can find us and whatnot. So for myself, Lee, and for Andrew, that's the Salt and the Slam podcast. We'll be back uh, to talk about the most recent pay per view and goings on in the WWE. Very soon. And of course, uh, within the next month here, WWE 2K17 is out. So uh, I'm going to have to recreate all of my favorite wrestlers, Tommy Versetti, President <laughs> Obama, and the like, uh, to, to again wrestle it out uh, in the next year of WWE Universe. So I'm, I'm very excited. Anyway, <laughs> that's the podcast. Say goodbye, Andrew. Bye. Slam, and welcome to the jam. Come on and slam. You, 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 you,